0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another Comic Source Comic Boom collaboration. It's time for Spawn Daily. And we're up to issue 18, which is the final issue of the Grant Morrison arc, which I, I, I don't know that I could say it's my like, favorite Spawn issue. It's 18 is my favorite Spawn issue that we've read so far. But, man, in terms of just a, a fast-paced, action-packed arc, be hard-pressed in the first 18 issues to find anything better than, than these three. So I thought it was fantastic. The art, you know, e- even the cover from Greg Capullo, which is fantastic. It's uh spawn standing above his hit, the grave of Al Simmons with all these rats <laughs> that are like, I don't know. It's supposed to insinuate they were chewing up his body or whatever. I don't know. I, I thought it was fantastic action packed. Like I said, and, and, uh and just amazing. And I'm also, I, I so I ordered two, but I got, I got the first one in today. So I'm rocking.
1: Very nice. My it's a great, great headshot there. Great headshot.
0: for yeah, spawn shirt. So, yeah, Another, another one is on its way. But, uh, it's,
1: it's, but it looks really cool for those listening on the podcast. It looks cool because uh, the the green glow of the spawn's eyes. I have them on. a I have Jace on a green screen right now, so you can actually see through Jace, Jace's body on the on the YouTube channel here <laughs> because the green screen in the back. So it, it looks even more ominous. So it's pretty cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, fan, fantastic. So let me give the credits real fast and then uh we'll get Rocky's thoughts on the issue and, and do the recap. So uh Grant Morrison handles the story, Greg Capullo on pencils. Uh we have Art Taber and Dan Pinozian on inks, Tom Orzakowski does letters, Steve Olaf on the colors. So uh yeah, what you uh what do you think of the the conclusion of Morrison's arc here, Rocky? Uh uh I quite like this. You know, uh, this was
1: this this continues the um it, I mean issue 17 ended on a cliffhanger Issues 17 and 18 are almost essentially in many ways a glor- one glorified long fight scene in issue 17 anti-spawn uh, who's Jason Wynn uh we we discovered uh is is basically an I guess an agent of heaven or recruited by the recruited by some forces in heaven by control in heaven to basically take out spawn al simmons but it's not clear if jason Wynn actually has his memories uh, but he's got powers similar to spawn and he uh, but every time he 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 he's got these like he's got these powers where he's he's sort of powered up with all this uh with all this uh this this energy this elemental fire that he's filled up with and it causes him great pain and he's got to, he's got to release it and he almost killed spawn and and is, he's about to kill spawn at the end of issue 17, 17 and right away here in, in issue 18 uh where you know last issue ended with spawn escaping uh, teleporting away and he ends up teleporting back to his uh his area of the streets with his uh, fellow homeless persons in the alley and he's followed quickly by anti-spawn who shows up basically waiting to kill him uh, hovering over his very wounded and uh destroyed body and and we uh, we come upon the once again we get his friends the, these others these street people these these bums these lowest forms of life in the back alleys of the city uh, helping their their friend out a spawn and they uh, one guy in particular he is a, a Vietnam vet he he you know takes a swing at he takes a swing at anti spawn and of course that causes a, a distraction and the distraction is is just enough. That that uh, you know this this distraction is is significant because it's all of Spawn's friends coming to help him out and they're standing up against him and of course it's ridiculous that they're gonna like they can do anything against Anti Spawn who could very easily handily destroy them but it's it causes enough of a distraction that it allows Spawn to sort of stand up and to confront uh, confront Anti Spawn and to uh, basically get one up on him. Uh, if i've got one observation in this fight scene what that what ensues that that ultimately spawn ends up defeating anti spawn and it's it's a heck of a battle but i did find it rather curious that spawn seems to heal rather quickly here now it's uh there seems to be some in-story explanations for it that anti spawn uses up perhaps too much of his energy at one point Spawn speculates that maybe maybe Anti-Spawn's powers are much like his like in other words you can he can drain himself and perhaps that was the case but it's quite clear as the battle wages on between Spawn and Anti-Spawn in the, in these in the alleys of this city that as slowly Jason Wynn and Anti-Spawn becomes more weaker and weaker and ultimately Spawn uh gets one up on him. Uh Greg is art here really shines in, in, in these battle sequences. This this is really truly gorgeous art. And I you know you and and as we said earlier, this is this actually reads it's very fast paced. It doesn't take a long time to read issue 17 going into issue 18 here at all, but it's really good. It's action packed and I like the choreography of the scenes. I I because he, i really got a sense in terms of i know i know what actions spawn and anti-spawn are taken against each other There was a there's a there was a hell of a scene where spawn actually cups is behind anti-spawn cups his face and just you know shoots all his green energy through his face it almost looks like he's literally blowing anti-spawn's face right off and then another scene where he's he looks like spawn looks like he's slamming his fist right through Spawn's head. It's, it's really incredible. Greg Apollo really outdid himself here. Great scenes, great action. Uh, again, that, that wonderful phrase that I say, we say from time to time, a shit eaten grin on my face, that same shit eaten grin that every evil person in a Spawn comic at one at sooner or later has a shit eaten grin on his face. Uh, I'm I'm grinning like a like a like a villain in a, in a McFarlane comic. I'm uh, reading this. It's so much fun. We get to the end where Spawn here, the, the end of the battle sequence, where Spawn literally shoots his green energy blast literally right through Anti-Spawn, much like Anti-Spawn shot his energy blast through Spawn in issue 17. And that didn't, you know, when it happened to to Spawn, Al Simmons, he never died. And similarly, even though Anti-Spawn here looks like, I mean, I don't know how you survive getting your head pretty much blown apart, and then you got a great big hole in your in your torso. But again, <laughs> that's what happens here. Spawn clearly uh, wins the day, wins this battle in this issue, only to have Anti-Spawn be teleported away in a bright light, and he ends up back in the in the Angel Station satellite where he where he basically originated and the the individuals or the the beings who we don't really know much about in this uh, in this satellite they they talk about powering him up again and 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 they're disappointed that anti-spawn failed but they're going to have to fill him up with more elemental fire and it's it's interesting that one of the observations I made when they were you know I think they made a strategic error that one of the things that these these people that... that this organization, the same organization that apparently, I think, initially sent uh, Angela in issue 9 to try to take out Spawn. I, I think the mistake that they're making with Jason Wynn here is that they're not letting Jason Wynn think for himself. That the process by which they empower Jason Wynn up causes him so much pain, he just wants to unleash the, unleash the energy blast against Spawn just to relieve his own pain. And his desire to kill Spawn is that he wants to alleviate his pain. But the pain also distracts him and I think takes away from Jason Wynn's ability to think for himself. It's not even clear if Jason Wynn knows who he is, as you indicated last time. Does does, does anti-Spawn even know he's Jason Wynn? Is he conscious of who he is? Does he remember who he is? Did he lose his, did he, did he lose his memories in the same way as, as Al Simmons had his memories taken away and ultimately used as a, uh, as a way to... Give substance to, to to psychoplasm as we talked about earlier it's it all these questions these are interesting questions I like the fact that they're not answered I like the fact that it's sort of dangling out there as we're reading along the stories because there's
0: more to come uh once Jason, yeah, one Jason of the questions that, well sorry ahead. rocky uh, one of the questions I had to uh that, that I I thought about because when they empowered Jason Wynn you know they talked about it didn't seem like it was the first time they'd ever done it you know, mm. when Gabrielle said it, you know, she did indicate that it seemed kind of rare that heaven would directly interfere with matters on Earth, as they, as they call it. But, it. but it didn't sound like it was unheard of. Um, but then when they bring the body of Jason Wynn back on board the the satellite and they talk about, well, you know, this was just a test run. The cell spawn is stronger and more resourceful than we thought. We got to increase our soldiers' power levels and whatnot. It's almost like this was a trial run. Did they know it was going to fail? And, and, I mean, they faced Hellspawns in the past so is it is there something special about Al Simmons that he's stronger than the average Hellspawn is it his training is it his background he doesn't give up you know that kind of thing and and why not why would you not power up Jason Wynn to his fullest potential from the start if you want to destroy this Hellspawn is it because like you were saying then he would only deplete the power more quickly because it's causing him pain so yeah there are a lot of unanswered questions um based on on this battle but I yeah. I'm okay with that, just like you're okay with that, because at the end of the day, this was one badass fight scene between these two guys that Capullo gave us. So.
1: It, it it really was. And and what what makes it even more interesting and poses more questions is what is revealed following Jason Wynn anti-spawn being teleported back up to the satellite, because one of the one of the other street people, uh you know, that, that spawn saved approaches him and he apparently is 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 one of the same people who has knowledge of 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 spawn and spawn's mythology and this man this person is unnamed but he references Calgio Kelgeo, I don't know if I said that name right but there was a character we met in in in, in the earlier issues uh, one of the street people that knew a, a lot about spawn and spawn mythology and the and the war in the and and the war between heaven and hell and it's uh, very interesting because when Al speaks to this uh, uh, this person who, who n- knew Calgiostro, we learn that heaven and hell are not the only players in the game, that there are other players and agencies owing allegiance to both heaven and hell, and that apparently there are methods whereby you can undo any bargain you made with the devil, and you can retain your power, and you can actually beat the devil— Spawn is told this by this guy. He's told this, and it's he's told this in, in almost just one panel. <laughs> so we get made. We get a- this is a major revelation on a single panel in this comic book. Where if you're not careful, you're going to be distracted by the beautiful fight scenes, and if you skip over, if you skip over some of the exposition, it's like you've missed a major revelation here.
0: So yeah, the guy basically comes right out and says, "You can beat the devil." <laughs> yeah, you can. So, I, I mean, I, I'm surprised that Al Simmons didn't just grab him and be like, "Tell me what I need to do." Exactly. In fact,
1: that's that's one of my. Maybe I'm being a little bit harsh, but I was a little bit. I'm thinking like, why did why didn't Spawn why didn't Spawn do exactly that? Pick up. You mean I can beat the devil? I mean, he basically tells him that he now. If we piece together, if we draw the inference from what this person who goes unnamed, says to, to Spawn, if if there are different agencies that owe allegiance to heaven and hell, and you can actually bargain with heaven and hell, clearly J- we know that Jason Wynn made a bargain with an agent of hell. And, and that's how. And he traded Al Simmons' soul in order to get psychoplasm. And then it was the psychoplasm that was infused with Al Simmons' memories that led to Simmonsville being created. So we know that. So we know that Jason Wynn had it made a bargain with uh, an agent of hell. So, which prompts me to ask the question, if else, if Jason Wynn made a bargain with an agent of hell, it, it's, it must really piss him off. I'm wondering if the reason why Jason Wynn was chosen as an agent of heaven was they wanted to maybe... It, it's just odd. Why would heaven choose a, an agent, Jason Wynn, who clearly was working in conjunction with, with hell? it's it's an odd choice and it makes me wonder was that intentional was that fluke because we talked before how it was a, a, a ridiculous coincidence that Jason yep. Wynn was chosen as an agent of heaven well maybe it's not a coincidence maybe heaven just wanted to take Jason Wynn off the playing field in, in a twisted kind of way and make them their agent and maybe that's why they're infusing him with a great deal of energy but also pain and making them his pawn i don't know like it it's almost like heaven and hell have this sick game of that. They're playing against each other and they're using good and evil people as their pawns. You know, it's, it's, it's odd. Anyways, I, I just throw that out there. Cause it, I, I don't know if I'm making sense saying this, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to get a handle on the choices that the, the these agents of hell and, and heaven are making, but in any event.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's a it's an interesting question. And, and the, and, and, you know, are, are b- both of us kind of wondering, well, why didn't Spawn, you know, follow up with this guy? The guy gives him his card, and the card's blank, and he says, oh, it's blank. He says, oh, only for now, when the time comes, we'll be in touch. But then Spawn goes, and, and you'll recap it here in a second, Spawn goes back to Simmonsville. The only thing I can think is why he didn't grab this guy is, maybe he's distracted. He knows, Sim- you know, he's, now that he's finished this battle with Anti-Spawn, his focus is on getting back to Simmonsville. Maybe yeah. that distracted him from kind of pursuing because yeah you would think he wants his life back uh that and if this guy says there's a way to get out of a deal with the devil that's where his his focus would go uh but but it doesn't uh but the other thing that that happens right before the guy uh, approaches him when spawns and before um anti-spawn gets gets uh or or as he gets teleported away the guy that first attacked anti-spawn marty is his name or they call him dipper um he goes up to Spawn and, and says, yeah, you know, I had to hit him, blah, blah, blah. And as anti-Spawn gets teleported away, Marty says, uh, or Dipper says, he disappeared just like that. I'll be damned. And Spawn says, I wouldn't recommend it. Like, <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't recommend being damned. It's such a, it's such a just a, like a cool little, like very dry piece of humor that is so Grant Morrison uh, that it, it, had me, it had me chuckling to myself when I read it. Just, well, I'll be damned. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, I wanted to point that out. So that's
1: a great line. I I even have that line written down in my notes, but I just I I end up skipping over it. Uh, uh, But uh, yeah, no, it's good. I'm glad you mentioned that. But so, so then once spawn spawn isn't done yet though because it wasn't spawn just. He's already defeated, he's defeated Anti Spawn, but there's one thing left that Spawn wants to destroy and he wants to destroy Simmonsville because Simmonsville is made up of all of Al Simmons' memories. It's made up of all his memories because it's made up of psychoplasm. And so, and Al Simmons makes a point because it reminds him, of obviously it's his memories but it's it's tormenting him as well and so he goes to destroy it and in the process of destroying Simmonsville destroying the buildings the images all his he's destroying not just the constructs of the buildings but he's actually in a sense metaphorically he's destroying his memories i guess both metaphorically and literally and as he's doing that he confronts Major Hale or Major Vale sorry Major Vale shows up who is one of the colleagues of uh, Jason Wynn and you know if you know, it was funny because I was expecting Major Vale to be a major player in this series. I just assumed that I thought maybe he'd be like a General Ross, he'd stay on for many issues, but I guess not. Because nope. I mean, <laughs> nope, yeah, Spawn takes him out right away, he says drop dead and literally blows him like in a very graphic fashion. Greg Capullo does a masterful job. This is a gory scene, the top at uh, the top quarter of the page. Is literally spawn shooting Major Vale through the eye. His brains are and his eyeballs are shooting up the back of his head, and and then there's a the the top the the bottom three quarters of the page. Most of it is the is this gaping hole in the on the on the right eye of Major Vale as he's bleeding and he's, his brains are all over the place on the ground. A very gory and violent scene. <laughs> So, I mean, good Lord. Spawn is, you know, Spawn truly is. I mean, yeah, I guess he's the agent of, uh, agent of hell. Uh, of uh, <laughs> Yeah, he,
0: he's definitely, he's pissed. Spawn is pissed off. He's pissed yeah, off. Yeah. yeah, he is. He, he, he says, you know, they, they perverted all my memories and took them from me. And I, now I'm taking them back. And he's taking them back by, by destroying them. And when yeah. Vail shows up, you know, we saw last issue. He's heading to Simmonsville because he thinks somehow he's going to save the day. And he tells Spawn. <laughs> I order. I order you to stop. Stop what you're doing. Why you're destroying everything? Spawn says, "I'll give you an order. Drop dead." And bam, <laughs> just like that. Like it, it was. Yeah, it was fantastic. That there's there's no hesitation. There's no negotiation. There's no who the hell are you? It's are you could have given me an order. I'm giving you an order. Drop dead. Yeah. Let me help you with that. Bam. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, fantastic.
1: Yeah, I know. And uh, so, and as he does that now, he, here's here's why I, I I particularly love this issue. And this is, you know, I've, I've, I'm going to, maybe I'm start, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll start to sound like a broken record. Hopefully I will, because this is my new favorite issue <laughs> because, <laughs> and, and it's all because of the ending that I actually, it was a heartfelt ending. This is a, this is a egregiously violent comic, this particular issue. And, and yet here at the end, it's so beautiful. Spawn destroys all his memories, all the constructs. He destroys all the 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 this this Simmonsville. He destroys because it's made out of psychoplasm from his memory, but he keeps one little spark, and that's it's of that memory of that day that he proposed to his wife Wanda on the lake, floating on the boat in the calm waters on the lake. And he keeps that memory as a spark, and his intention is to keep it for himself, but at the end, as as Wanda is looking out her bedroom window, you know, looking sexy as hell. Uh look uh, as as in it's raining outside and and she's talking to her husband Terence Ter, uh, Fitz, Terry Fitzgerald. Uh, Spawn is there and he he blows the sparkle of that memory right into her face and she can't tell and and, and but but she she experiences that memory. And and it's actually it's it's actually quite a touching scene and and the 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 raindrops on the windowsill it's it's interesting how Greg capollo did it because you know there's you could see it's either tears coming down Wanda's face but it also could be water on the window which is in front of Wanda's face that's going down so we got we got raindrops and tears And as she's experiencing this memory with Spawn staring at her in the tree outside, hidden in the behind the tree saying, I love you. (laughs) And And then and that's it's like it's that last vest. It's like he's giving a last gift to the woman he loved before the final two page spread where he says, you know, I am nothing but darkness. It's like his last bit of love he gives to Wanda before that final page where he says, you know, I've I've got nothing left but darkness uh, before he embraces the darkness, and I thought it was just, it was tragic, it was beautiful, it was violent, it was funny, it had a little bit of everything for everybody. Uh, it's man, I Grant Morrison, uh, kudos to him, man. This this was very very well done. I I I really enjoyed this.
0: Yeah, it really solidified for me. This issue solidified for me that these three issues are are my now my favorite thing I've ever read that Grant Morrison has done. This is even better than All Star Superman. Um, <laughs> oh, not, oh not, whoa, not, that's something. Not, not, well, <laughs> well, and, and this is why I say that because you know there are things about All Star Superman that you look at and you say, "Well, that doesn't really match up with the lore of Superman or this or that or whatever." Right? There is not a huge amount of lore when it comes to Spawn at the time that Grant Morrison wrote this so this is a helping to establish lore you know like imagine if Grant Morrison had written you know three or four issues of Superman you know in the first 24 issues of, of action comics or whatever we might be talking about some of those as, as you know the best issues obviously a different time period or whatever but you see what I'm getting at like this is foundational yeah. stuff right and the uh, kind of the symbolism of of Spawn saying okay you're not going to subvert and pervert my memories by having this town of Simmonsville exist created out of psychoplasm and, and, and use it for a weapon at some point. I, I'm just not going to allow it. And it, it's not that he gets to keep it for himself, but he says, you know, if I can't have it, it's not going to be perverted. I'm going to destroy it. Um, and then to keep that one little piece of himself, like you said, it very much seemed like he was going to keep it for himself, but then he goes to, you know, catch a glimpse of his wife and decides to, to give it up. And then say, "Yes, the, you know, I give it to her. She turns out the lights, the window goes dark, but it's okay. I'm used to the dark now. The, you know, darkness is my home. It's it's like for the for the first time in the entire series, this first 18 issues, it's not that Al Simmons has come. He's not at peace with who he is. He's not at peace with being a Hellspawn. He's not to that point yet. But for the first time, it seems like he's accepted it." you know he's like this is who i am now darkness is my home like that's just i mean it's and it's a fantastic double page spread from from greg capullo so so you're right in a way you know by him deciding to give up that last memory and give it to wanda as a gift and say you know i'm spawn now i might not be at peace with it but i'm accepting it and yeah just just fantastic just a fantastic uh issue all around because of first half to two thirds were the end of the Epic battle with some great art. And then we got some really cool scenes and a little bit of humor and the drop dead, you know, was fantastic. And then, you know, we get some emotion here at the end. So, yeah, I mean, I, it'd be hard, hard for me to make an argument for any of the rest of the issues, uh, before this as being better than, better than this. You know, I think the Dave Sim issue stands out, uh, yeah, in, in my mind anyway, but, but yeah, I mean, this is, this is as good, if not better than any of the previous issues. So, and,
1: and I have to say too, that it, it works good out for the, it works good for the trades too, because this is the 18th issue. So you, this is the end of probably likely what would be the third trade. Yeah, <laughs> And, and it really did. I mean, there are so many questions that one has when you get to the end of issue 18, but in, in, in a crazy kind of way, it's, this is a satisfying ending. Like mm-hmm. This is a really satisfying ending to a story arc. One of my criticisms, I think all of us have this, this critic, ongoing criticism of comics in general, is sometimes a story arc feels too much. There's too much open-endedness by the time you get to a story arc. I like to have an ending to a story. And, and even a story arc, I at least like to have the illusion of an ending at a minimum. This gives me the illusion of an ending. If I never read another Spawn comic after reading issue 18... All the mythology is there for me to build upon it, and so many awesome things I could add to it and and I got the tragedy of the, of the love of the, of the sacrifice of, of the of, of, of the villainy of the evil of the of the politics and the machinations between heaven and hell and the agencies involved and this is this is by issue eighteen you know I'm, I, I got to say as, as a high compliment to McFarlane, and of course he's had like good, a good solid five. You know, certainly a minimum B-level uh, A A-list writers that are helping him do this. This is in 18 issues. This is has established more of a substance-filled mythology for a new character at the time. Then you don't see that many that many writers being able to pull this off in 18 issues today. I mean, uh, I mean. Anyways, in, I'm I'm actually I'm I'm impressed. I, I I'm impressed and and at a minimum. If McFarlane was wise, I mean McFarlane at least, I don't, I don't know if McFarlane did this on purpose or what have you, but obviously he must have intentionally asked other writers to help him out. But we, you and I talked about this before, and when we talked about previous uh, issues, it, it is a very interesting question to, to ponder. How much discussions did McFarlane have with Morrison and Moore and all those? Because every single one of these writers has contributed something significant to. Spawn mythology that is, that is significant. So this, this, it's hard to, it's no, I I, I guess I could joke, it's no wonder that uh, Neil Gaiman maybe got into a, they got into that lawsuit with each other, Gaiman and McFarlane, because, I mean, they really, it, this really was a sharing of ideas between brilliant writers building up to issue 18 because it's hard to imagine because each one contributed something memorable and significant whether it was Grant Morrison in his three issues whether it was Neil Gaiman with Angela whether it was uh, Dave Sim uh, sort of breaking that fourth wall uh, this was um uh this was really good and Greg capello on the art which was a perfect mirror for McFarlane. this overall was uh, you know just very well done very well done
0: yeah i i mean until an- another issue comes along that's as good or better uh, the, for me, the next—I don't know—however many long issues uh, until something may come close. But this is now the measuring stick. Issue eighteen is the measuring stick of which I'm going to measure all the, you know, <laughs> yeah. daily issues going forward until you know we get either far enough away from it that the status quo changes, or or something else blows me away. So, yeah, kudos to the to the whole creative team uh, for sure. So, uh, any final thoughts on on this issue, Rocky?
1: No, I I think I pretty much said it. I, I, I mean, do I have to give another compliment? No, I'm, I'm happy. I got, I got my shit eaten grin. I just finished my crown and uh, Coke. So it's good. It's a good way to end an issue.
0: <laughs> yeah, good. Definitely. Great way to end an issue. And uh, again, well thank you all for, for joining us on this ride. Don't forget 2022 30th anniversary year of the spawn. We'll be covering uh, one issue of spawn main series every day. Hopefully uh, there's about, by the time we get toward the end of the year, it'll be about 300, between 330, 340 issues. So got a little bit of a buffer there and we'll see how it all plays out. Maybe we'll cover some other stuff, Medieval Spawn, uh, Violator miniseries and whatnot. But uh, for now, we're just reading that main series. So we uh, appreciate you guys all joining us along the way. Based on the number of downloads, it seems like a lot of you are uh, enjoying it. So uh, if you're checking us out on the audio only, we really appreciate it. Your favorite podcasting app or platform, make sure you subscribe to the Comic Source so you don't miss any audio content. Uh, if you haven't checked out rocky's channel over on youtube i definitely encourage you to do that that's where you can see our smiling faces and check out the art as we talk about the book as well so just head over to youtube do a search for comic boom it's comic space boom exclamation point subscribe to the channel ring the notification bell so you know when new content comes out and give this video a like so once again we really appreciate the support as always hope you guys all checked out our dc spotlight this last tuesday first uh, new dc tuesday comic spotlight of the new year Uh, We do them every Tuesday. They do have spoilers. And then every Wednesday, the spoiler-free, audio-only, new comic book day episode. So uh, plenty of content from both Comic Boom and Comic Source for you guys coming this year. We appreciate you uh, consuming it and enjoying it and interacting with us as always. So uh, be sure you're here tomorrow for more Spawn Daily. We'll talk to you next time. See you then. You can find the Comic Source podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or whichever podcasting app you prefer. Please tell all your friends about us, subscribe, and rate us. The ratings really help with our visibility and our ability to reach new listeners, especially five-star reviews on Apple. Also be sure to visit us at lrmonline.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover all our other great pop culture content. If you want to email us, the email address is thecomicsourceblog@gmail.com. at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash source. Do a search for The Comic Source on Facebook and Instagram to follow us on those social platforms. All three spots are great places to find out when we release new episodes as well as follow all our convention coverage. So once again, we want to thank everyone for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.